Good morning, South Sub Church. Can you believe it is December 31st, 2023? There is only one more day left in this entire year. And we're going to turn the, the page of the calendar and start 2024. And so let me just say, welcome to our last service of 2023. Um, you know, I was thinking this past week just about um, this past year. And I know for me and my family, there's so many things that we're thankful for. Um, but it's also good not just to be thankful for things, but also for people to thank you as well. And a few weeks ago, I received a thank you card that I want to share with you. And it was just a cute little card like this. And it was from my friend, Sammy. And I want to read it to you. Just a cute little card that she put in the mail. But what she put in it was so profound and powerful in my life. And here's what it says. She said, Keith, thank you for all of your prayers and support for my Aunt Helen as my mom and I go through this hard journey together. I will keep you posted on how Helen is doing. Thank you for praying with my mom and I over Aunt Helen before we went and we saw her. Love, Sammy. And here's what I want you to know. Before Sammy ever sent me this car, card, I felt so just close to Sammy. She's just become a friend of mine. I felt connected to Sammy. I would look forward to seeing her on, on Sundays. Every once in a while, we would text one another. And there was just this closeness that we felt. But when I got this card and Sammy took the time to simply say thank you for praying for her aunt, there's a dynamic that took place inside of me. And here's what it is. If there was any gap in our relationship, her intentional thank you, the way she expressed gratitude, it closed the gap for us. In fact, I remember the next time I saw Sammy after receiving this card, I just wanted to run over to her and just give her a big hug just because it really that, that, that intentionality of saying thank you really helped our relationship. And I think that's probably true for any relationship we have. When there's an intentional expression of gratitude, a simple, hey, thank you for this. Thank you for doing this for me. Thank you for being this in my life. That intentional expression of gratitude, that thank you, just seems to close the gap of the relationship and brings two people closer together. But you know, ironically, the opposite is true too. When there is unexpressed gratitude, when there is an unexpressed or unsaid thank you, it doesn't bring us together, but oftentimes it can intentionally pull us apart. Because I think God designed every single one of us to need to be thanked. Because when we're thanked, we are affirmed for being who God made us to be. And so this morning, as we wrap up 2023, here's what I want to do. I want to talk to you for just a few minutes about being intentional as we wrap up this year, but as we move into the next year of simply saying thank you. But the intentionality of saying thank you is not about using those words. The intentionality of expressing the gratitude is really about closing the gap and having closer relationships with the people around you. So here's what I'd like to do. There's an amazing story you've probably heard about in the Bible, but it talks about this very topic that we're talking about right now. And it's found in Luke chapter 17, and it starts in verse 11. And the story, as we read in just a second, it's going to be about 10 lepers that were healed by Jesus, and one returns to Jesus and says thank you to him. So let me read it to you, and here's what it says. In verse 11, Luke chapter 17, it says, As Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. Now, if I had a, had a map here in front of us that we could look at, you would see this section of, of countryside that it's talking about would have been a desolate part of the country. It would have been a place that really no one hung out to. They just kind of hurried through as they were going from one place to the other. 
And Jesus and his disciples, they found themselves walking and journeying through this area. And it says this in verse 12. As he entered a village there, ten men with leprosy, they stood at a distance. Now, if you know much about leprosy, you know this, that back in the days of Jesus, it was a dreaded disease. It was what many referred to as the silent killer. A silent killer because if a person, an individual ever contracted leprosy, they would simply die a slow death, but no one would ever see the death coming. That it, this disease, leprosy, would literally rot parts of their body off, both internally and externally. And it was a very contagious disease. So an individual contracted leprosy, they were shunned by the entire community and they were put outside the city to live. And oftentimes when a person who had leprosy living by himself, they would oftentimes find other individuals and they would create their own community of individuals with this terrible, terrible disease. But it was the law of that day that wherever they went, they had to make noise. Many times they would attach bells to their robes or they would have to walk around yelling and screaming or talking to people because no one wanted to get close enough to them in fear of contracting this disease. So you can imagine Jesus' disciples, they're walking down the road, and all of a sudden they may hear some bells ringing in the distance, and they look up and they see this group of men, maybe a group of women, walking together. And the closer they got, the men, the women, and this group of, of leprosy, of, of lep people with leprosy, they're going, hey, 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 look out, we're coming, we're coming. And so it created this awkward interaction between these two groups walking down the road. But on this particular day, no doubt Jesus and the disciples saw who was coming. They heard who was coming, and they probably kind of stopped in their tracks thinking, we can't get any closer to them. And the men cried out there. They said this, Jesus, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And so they were no, there was no way they were going to press themselves to Jesus. I don't imagine the disciples had the faith or the insight to press themselves towards Jesus. Yet there was this moment of interaction between Jesus, the healer, and the lepers who had definitely had this silent death going on inside of them. And the Bible says in verse 14, he, meaning Jesus, he looked at them and he said, go show yourselves to the priest. Now, that was an interesting thing to say. The, the, the men with leprosy never expected to hear that because reality, the law said they could not go show themselves to the priest because they had leprosy. It was against the spiritual laws. It was against the communal laws because they couldn't get close to anybody. But yet here was Jesus the Savior, Jesus the healer, and he was commanding them to go show themselves to the priests. Now, let's pull back the curtains for just a second because we know more about the story as we've read it before. Jesus had an intentionality behind what he was doing. When he told them to go show themselves the priests, he knew this, that if he healed them or as he healed these 10 men, that as they showed themselves the priest and the priest saw 10 individuals who were once sick and are now well, the, the, Jesus knew that there was no way that the priest could argue against the healing that had taken place. So Jesus, behind the scenes, was actually setting up his own self to be seen as the Messiah, as the Savior that people had been waiting on. But at the same time, Jesus was setting the men up to understand who Jesus was more than just Jesus' master. He was Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus, the Son of God, who had the ability and the power to heal at his very command. And so really, you might think about it this way. Jesus was setting up this amazing spiritual moment 
for God to be seen through his son, Jesus. And so Jesus looked them in and he said, go show yourselves to the priest. And the Bible says this, and as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. So can you imagine these 10 men walking down the road? They were trying to get close to Jesus, but they couldn't. But he told them to go see the priest. And as they're walking down the road, one of them looks at his hand going, oh, my goodness. Where I used to have leprosy and boils and rotting skin, it's now whole again. Another guy might have felt his face and felt his ears and felt his nose and his outer extremities. And he's going, I'm okay. I've never, my face has never felt so smooth like this again. And someone else felt an arm, they felt a leg, and all of a sudden, as these men are walking down the road, they are recognizing that they have been physically healed. Now, you wonder, if their bells were making noise, the bells hanging on the robes were making noise as they walked down the streets and the roads before this, what kind of noise they were making now? They were probably kind of creating their own little bell orchestra right now, just jumping and shouting because they were healed. And then one of them said, or one of them in verse 15, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus shouting, praise God. Can you imagine for just a second that as he came back to Jesus and he said, praise God. In fact, there's other translations that says this. He came back and he said, thank you, Jesus. You know what's interesting about that account right there? Remember how many were healed? It was 10, but only one of them came back. Only one of them came back and said, praise God. Only one of them came back to thank Jesus for healing him. Do you know what took place at that very moment? The gap between Jesus and this leper, or maybe I should say the gap between Jesus and this former leper. Remember, they had never gotten close enough before to have any kind of physical contact. They had only kind of shouted and talked across the road before the healing had taken place. And so there was this gap of knowing each other, but not really being with each other. But the minute that one came back and said, Jesus, praise God, Jesus, thank you. The gap between him and Jesus closed because of his intentional expression of gratitude. I think at that very moment, Jesus felt with this leper the same way I felt when I got my card from my friend Sammy. And he felt that going, we are now closer in relationship. We have a connection and a bond and a oneness because of this intentional expression of gratitude. Or much easier way to say it. Because of one simple thank you, it brought them closer together. And it says this in verse 16, that he fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him. Okay, get that? Circle that in your Bible if you've got your Bible out at home. He fell down at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. You're talking about this gap. Jesus was a Jew and this man was a Samaritan. Society had placed a gap in them, not just because of the leprosy, because of their background, because of their ethnicity. There was a huge gap, but this simple intentional expression of gratitude, this simple thank you brought them together as one. Wow, what an amazing story. But look on, let me keep reading. And Jesus then asked the man, didn't I heal 10 men? Where are the other nine? No one has returned to give glory to God except this one. He referred to him as a foreigner, means someone who we had distance between one another. And Jesus said to the man, stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. And here's what I want you to see here. That in this story, 
it started out talking about ten. One, they were all healed. One came back to thank God or to thank Jesus, and it ended this story with Jesus still talking about all ten. One had the gap closed between him and Jesus, but the other nine Jesus still referred to, but the gap was actually widened because they didn't take the time to thank him. I mean, think for a second how their life was changed. Now, were they being mean and ugly and just going, I don't want to go back and thank Jesus? I don't think that was the case. I think they just got so busy with moving forward in life, they forgot to thank the one that helped them move forward in life. They were probably looking at their hands and their face and their feet and their arms and their heel. They're going, hey, we got to go see the priest. And then I want to go hug my wife that I haven't seen for two years. I want to hug my children. I want to go back to my job. And in their mind, they're thinking of all these things they want to do moving forward. But they didn't take the time to thank the one who helped them to move forward. And it created a gap that was widened between them and Jesus. Now, here's what blows my mind as I think about this story, and I wrap up this passage with this, that no matter who we are, no matter the situation we're in, there is always a gap between us and other people. And we can choose whether we close that gap because we take the time to say thank you, or we widen that gap because we don't take the time to say thank you. Whether we're thankful in our heart or not, a thankfulness that's unspoken in our heart never closes the gap. Actually, even a thankfulness that's never spoken or expressed can still widen the gap between two people. So here's the reason. On this last day of December, 2023, here's the reason I wanted to share this story with you. Would you join me before the clock strikes 12 tonight to take a few minutes and would you specifically, intentionally, and verbally express your thankfulness for the people who got you to this point this year. It might be a card that you write, wrote or that you'll write like my friend Sammy did. It might be a text that as soon as you finish watching this service that you text somebody. It could be a phone call. You may go visit somebody. You may need to turn to people in your family that oftentimes are the last ones that we think. And would you take the time to intentionally express your gratitude? And when you do that, here's what I promise you, that the relationship that you desire to have with them will be, the gap will be closed and a greater intimacy will be experienced by one another. And I think as we reflect on 2023, that's a great year to close up this year. But let's not stop there, church. As we move into 2024, Let's make this year a year that we prioritize relationships, that we make sure that we love people the way God wants us to love people, not just how we feel, but in what we say and what we express. And I pray this, that this year at South Sub Church, not just with the relationships that we have within the church, but the relationships that we have without the church and on beyond the church, that it will be a year that we, will, that we will value and love the people around us no matter who they are in such a way that a simple thank you will bring us closer together and close that gap and be one like God calls us to be with other people. Listen, before I wrap up today, I need to say my thank you. Church, South Sub Church, on behalf of myself and my wife Denise, 
thank you for loving us the way you have this year. Thank you for accepting us as your pastor, but more than your pastor, as just your friend. Thank you on behalf of Denise and I. Never in our lives have we been more blessed. Never in our lives have we felt more loved. And never in our lives have we been more excited about sharing life with the people around us than we have because of you and through you. And so I simply want to say to you, church, thank you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for accepting us. Thank you for the privilege of calling me your pastor. Thank you for the privilege that I get to call you my friends and my brothers and sisters in Christ. Denise and I are blessed, and you're a big reason for it. And we say thank you. What will you pray with me as we wrap up this year, 2023, together? Father, Together, we want to say thank you. Thank you for blessing us the way you have. Thank you for always being our Lord. Thank you for always being our God. Most of all, Jesus, thank you for being our Savior. And for me personally, Jesus, thank you that I get to call South Sub Church my home church. Thank you that I get to call the people of South Sub Church my family. You have blessed Denise and I. And we are thankful. So I pray, Holy God, as we wrap up 2023, as families, as individuals, as a church, that your blessings will be upon us, that in 2024, may we be a beautiful reflection of your love to the world. And we pray all of this in your name. Amen. South Sub Church, Denise and I, we love you. And we can't wait to see what God, God does this next year.